what's going on what's going on everyone is actually listening to this podcast right now first of all guys welcome to the nikhil sai show which is hosted by me the nikhil sai and guess what's going on today we are back with another amazing guest who is the master of facebook ads so if you are someone who is running a physical store business who is trying to scale up your e-commerce business if you are someone who's planning to create your own e-commerce business and scale it up even if you're like an ad agency who want who, who pushes a lot of traffic and if you want to learn the ultra ninja tactics on how you can scale your campaigns up to the next level this is going to be a game changer podcast for you guys first of all i really want to stress on this story this is crazy 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 journey guys this dude is from ukraine actually was making a salary of $100 per month in Ukraine he wasn't good at english and then he started to be in different situations in family from there right now he is running multiple of his own seven and eight figure e-commerce businesses he has several clients who does multiple seven and eight figure businesses he consults e-commerce companies to scale to that seven and eight figure level and guess what guys this dude spends close to 50 million dollars every single year on facebook ads right this is crazy right like one of the craziest thing ever and folks call him the king of scaling facebook ads so you know who we are getting on the podcast today guys this is going to be absolutely insane so guys let's not waste any time and actually let's welcome alexander fodoto ceo at ecommercescalingsecrets.com hey alex hey hey my man nice to nice to be here man thank you thank you for a warm introduction Yeah, appreciate that brother. Thanks for joining us today brother. This is going to be crazy for sure. We are very excited to the value you're going to drop on this podcast. Before we go ahead directly jumping into traffic funnels, e-com all of that stuff. Alex, can you please start with all of your backstory? Like how did all of this crazy journey started? How did you get into this level of business? Uh, yeah, my man. So I'm from Ukraine. Uh, you know, like graduated from the university like very poor country. and like no no prospects at all uh you know didn't know what to do with my life you know I didn't want to like kind of like just like you know I tried like different jobs working like selling cookies uh, my salary was about like $100 a month didn't know what to do with my life you know but always knew that I wanted something bigger you know mm-hmm. and then uh you know fears in um you know just trying different jobs like couldn't find myself in any of them uh then uh with my wife uh got married so we decided to move to Poland which is across the uh the border from Ukraine and so we moved to Poland um and uh I got got a job on the on the factory like $2 per hour you know because mm-hmm. I, I I had no skills I didn't speak I didn't speak uh language um so literally like nothing to kind of like to to show and um after some time I just like this is it you know this is not how what i live you know i just made that decision i just like like all of the clothes i have here like dirty clothes you know from that job and i just like took them you know i had them in the back with me and i'm going home and like now this is not this is not what i want to do you know i just took all the clothes just throw them in the back you know i called the guy you know who worked for it like said like all right you know that's it you know i'm i'm not coming tomorrow and uh, and so i just made the decision and so like now you know what 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 I'm going to do now so some of my friends have been like freelancers um on like up it was it was elance at that point and so um I kind of like learned uh okay so probably like I should go there on those platforms and probably mm-hmm. should also go to like US market because that's where the money is right that's where kind of like clients would they pay more the, but the problem was that I didn't speak english right at that point so 
I had to learn English, didn't have any skills. So I went to, on Elance, started to figure out like, okay, so what is uh, kind of like what people are looking for? People looking for search engine optimization, AdWords. I started mm-hmm. Googling what is actually AdWords, you know, like, and so trying to like, you know, trying to get, uh, you know, some first clients that, you know, I'm expert in this and like, I can help you with this and trying to learn as much as I could, you know, like spending like 18, 20 hours a day, just like learning, consuming information, learning English and learning all of these like new topics for me, like totally new world. And over yeah. time, just more and more clients started asking about Facebook. Uh, so I had, I had clients in e-commerce space and like they started, can you do Facebook ads? It was like phase, uh, 2015, 2016. Um, and so I said, yeah, yeah, I can do it. That lady can do it for you. And so I started, what is Facebook ads actually? And so I started <laughs> Googling it, um, found some answers, found some like, uh, you know, tutorials, started to learn. And it was so easy at that point. Like we launched the ads. I launched the ads for them, like, like primitive, like ads, getting like three X, four X return on ads. And, and they said like, you know what? Like three X, four X is not enough. And can we do like seven X? Like. Three acts, ah, you know what I mean? So the times have changed like dramatically since then. Um, but this is how uh-huh. what I focused on. I focused on on Facebook and I focused on e-commerce, kind of like and just dialing in and the last few years been spending kind of like mastering that. Um, and also, you know, over time we just realized we should run our own stores instead of kind of like, you know, only helping like our clients, which is good, but also doesn't benefit you fully you know, like financially, right? So, okay, let's run our own businesses. So now we're running like a network of um, e-commerce stores uh, that are doing collectively, you know, uh, multiple eight figures a year. And um, I have this, <laughs> I have this like quick funnels, quick uh, funnels flag here. Um, uh-huh. they, uh, they send me another one. I have like, I have like three of them and probably like uh, can apply for like three more, but I don't have time. Um, <laughs> But this is this is what we do with the e-commerce, funnels, Facebook ads, kind of like focused on that um, and, you know, try to get better at it uh, over time. Yeah, absolutely, Alex. That was a beautiful story, brother. I think this is going to open up a lot of people's mind and show the possibility of like, being a factory worker to where you're right now, where you're having like no time to apply for a $10 million award. Yeah, that's a good place to be. Absolutely, Alex. That was really, really, really awesome, brother. And Alex, I think like you've been this genius who's been into e-commerce from long time and you've been understanding the market so well. And if you really see the commonality of the success you've been achieving, it's most likely comes from adding the right demanding products into the actual e-commerce store, right? So can you please talk a little bit about like how to actually find most demanding products in 2021? For sure, my man. So for me, it's always goes about like, okay, so what do people want? What what are their like pains that they want to solve? Like for example, if you sell a product that's let's say for back pain, right? Mm-hmm. Or you sell a product that um, helps people to solve like skin issues or help people to solve uh, like weight loss, help people lose weight in some way, right? Or mm-hmm. fitness, you know, um, then. Pretty much like on that side, you know for sure that there is a demand, right? It's these are like multi-billion dollar industries, right? So we go yep. where demand is. This is number one, because if you're trying to kind of like sell the product that doesn't solve a particular problem, then it will be hard. Uh, you know, because there is no market. So first, like you're looking for demand, you're looking for a market. Next one, what we're looking for, okay. So if we are selling, let's say, we're using different like tools like Ad Spy, Big Spy. You know, like kind of like different tools to research these type of products. Um, but once we find them, we are looking at, all right, so, 
if we start selling this product and then we from the from the competitive kind of like analysis we see that 25 other people selling exactly same product mm -hmm. how we're going to differentiate right so we can differentiate obviously by by our marketing our ads could be better our creatives could be better we can shoot like custom content um, but also what we could do is we could differentiate by having a different variation of the product. So, for example, mm. we have we have uh, agents uh, in China, right? So we have this, let's say we send them the photo of the product. And so can you guys find a different variation or maybe a newer variation of this um, of this product? Because, for example, mm. you take this you take these headphones here, right? I mean, mm -hmm. or you take, I mean, you take an iPhone, right? Let's take an iPhone. I mean, iPhone is like. I mean, you know, it's been like it's been it's been in the like in, in the market like 15 years, like since 20. Yeah. Right? Already so, yep. Yeah. So every year they just like slightly update it. You know, they add some new features. They improve the camera slightly. They improve some add some few new things. They pretty much just release it and people buy, right? So what do you want to do? And and now it's like a shiny object. Okay, it's like new camera. That's like this has these features and like so now it's a shiny object. What do you need to? See? You need to sell something that is like shiny object, like, a, mm. you know, kind of like world's first, like a 300 degrees camera, you know, whatever, you know, like now it's a shiny object. Now it's like, oh, wow. You know, so for example, if we were selling product for a back pain, it's like, okay, world's first, I don't know, device that like, or like, or like a pill that you take and like, it helps you to solve. So we kind of like try to find that angle, that innovation, because these mm -hmm. are the markets, like, there are different stages of awareness of the market. And so these are markets that are very like, okay, so they have, it's kind of like very mature markets. Yeah. Right? So we try to find the thing that differentiates us from other people. So we uh, we do that on the product level, right? We try to how our product differentiates from other products that have been before that literally like solving exactly the same product, but they might look different. So hmm. let's say everyone is like, Everyone is selling, let's say, these in a gray color or black color. Let's say we sell it them in a in a green color, or we sell them in a red color, or we sell them in a color that you can customize, right? Hmm. So, you know, so kind of like you just put another twist on it. Um, but obviously, you know, as as ClickFunnels kind of like mentality, it's like you final hack, you see who is the most successful, kind of like reverse engineer mm -hmm. what they, do, right? So that helps a lot, kind of like to get understanding of the market. But then you put your own twist on it yeah yeah absolutely alex that was beautifully articulated so guys you know what to do don't try to reinvent wheel don't test new products take existing new product popular product which is high in high demand tweak it a little bit and make it your own usp and sell it out absolutely Alex. that was definitely on point alex we would love to hear from your mouth like how does it look like for you to start a brand new e-commerce store in 2021 how would you do it right now if you had a chance for sure my man so yeah i would look into yeah, I would probably, I'll, I'll, I'll take the same approach, right? Um, it's kind of like you you go after the market that has demand or has a passionate um, passionate niche. Like, for example, mm -hmm. one of the, uh, at this stage, you know, we are acquiring businesses and also we are investing in businesses. So one of the businesses that we are investing in currently is uh, selling products for, um, it's selling products for the um kind of like a basketball niche right like basketball fans you know some of these people can be very like hardcore fans right mm. so now i know that like every year like these people spend like 
you know, just like with simple Google search, you can see, okay, so these people are spending much on the merchandise. They're spending this much on the apparel, you know, of their favorite teams, right? So this wow. is very like passionate niche, right? So I'd say we have that, right? That is that is a number one, right? Because you want to have that like hungry, passionate market that you're selling mm -hmm. products, right? Number two is okay. So what we can sell, um, what we can sell these people, right? Again, like it could be something. Uh, the variation of the older product that is improved gradually. Mm -hmm. um, it could be the product that is uh, personalized, you know, like for example, um, there is, you know, there's like the whole segment of products, like you can personalize, you can put your name on it so you can give wow. it as a gift, you know, so that, that is a whole kind of like industry. Mm -hmm. And also um, you can do, uh, for example, some products that just, um, you know, kind of like, you know, that, that is, that is more like difficult. Um, that is more difficult to sell. Um, mm -hmm. but let's say the apparel, right? Like one of the businesses also that we are acquiring is in apparel niche. So apparel is a very like competitive and specifically this is like leggings, you know, like at leisure, very, very competitive. You have little lamb and you have all these big guys there. Right. Yeah. So, so how do you differentiate from all of them? Like it's so noisy, right? So, I mean, how differentiate is with your brand's kind of like mission and vision, right? Like, okay, so why why you're in business in the first place? Why why your brand should exist in the first place, right? Hmm. Like, how it's different from twenty five thousand other brands that are out there, like, right? So, and so that could be your personal story, okay? So, let's say we create like I created this brand because I had this personal challenge, and I was looking hmm. for products in the market, and I couldn't find it you know it could be because um you know we've done like so much like research into this and none of the products have the feature that we have uh, so we want to bring the best product to the market it could be because of uh you know let's say big companies you know they don't they don't do these type of products so we decided to bring it to the market it could be mm. kind of like something that we have so you create the story uh, again, similar to what traffic, uh, the uh, click funnels uh, kind of like um, messages, like the expert secrets book, you know, kind of like the storyline, the hero. Um, so you identify the story that like people would resonate with. Mm -hmm. And even, even in very like competitive markets, that gives you that gives you an edge because now people resonate with your story. You know, and now, you know, your products have more meaning than just like whatever product, you know, because everything is made on China, in China, on the same factories. It's like, it's no secret, you know, so it's more like a meaning. So if I'm wearing, let's say, these clothes or if I'm wearing mm -hmm. like uh, you know, this this watch or if I'm buying this, then it has deeper meaning and it kind of like means something that I'm proud of. True. So. I would start with kind of like identifying where you can fill this gap. And oftentimes, you know, it's like with, with a new business, especially it's like you launch something and, and, and no one cares because everything is so noisy. Right. So you have to be ready for that. And um, what you have to do is, though, like you have to like, OK, so let's say if I'm testing, let's say product, new e-commerce business with like Facebook ads. OK, so what my metrics look like on the advertising side, what my metrics look on the funnel side. Right. Hmm. Because that place, you know, whether, OK, maybe my message on the ad side is working well. I have click rate of like four percent. But hmm. then when people click 
website no one purchases maybe the funnel is not good good enough maybe the copy is not good enough right maybe you need yeah. to, work, to be more convincing with copy and with images and communicate the product visually so now you have some data that you can work with to make gradual improvements and make your brand successful yeah absolutely alex that was beautifully articulated brother i think that's a clear action plan on how to actually start a high demand e-commerce stores in 2021 brother and alex let's get to the next question this would be so interesting to answer like you've been one of these top media buyers like who is called the king of scaling facebook ads by forbes like you've been acquiring higher level e-commerce brands under your basket so you'd love to learn more about like acquiring enterprise level clients like how did you actually do that while you're scaling your company yeah so the way we approach it is um is is interesting approach like we uh, we have the mentorship program right so e-commerce scaling secrets is our like mentorship program where we help entrepreneurs to scale their businesses uh you know to like a lot of our most of our clients probably like at 80 already like eighty hundred thousand dollars per month in sales and we help mm -hmm. them to, to grow their businesses to like one million dollars uh in sales more like for example i have this I have this this is one this is one of our uh one of our one of our clients you know we helped him to, to grow his business from like hundred thousand dollars per month to like one million he sent me this wow it's, it's so funny <laughs> that's but, awesome uh, it is. Yes, i was i was like i was so happy as a kid you know and um <laughs> basically it's like um so they have um they have uh pretty much we're helping them to grow right and so then um what we look for uh, that is a mentorship program like we have calls together we have you know communities where people can communicate and help each other out but then at mm. the same time you know, we, we look for like smart entrepreneurs that like get businesses to certain level right but then might need help getting those businesses to to the next level right and so with those um with those clients who are basically partnering up and so we are helping them because we have you know e-commerce team and we can help mm. them to grow faster, grow more efficiently, um, and you know, eventually sell those, you know, sell those brands. So this is pretty much how we do it. We use the mentorship program, like to see who we can partner up with, who we can help, um, and pretty much partnering up with those clients. Yeah, absolutely, Alex. That was beautiful, brother. Thank you so much for giving away your strategies on how you acquire higher-level clients. So by educating them to make sure that there's a rapport, then having them as your client. Perfect. Alex, let's get to the next question. This would be like the most demanded question ever in the e-commerce space. As you've been someone who's deeply into ClickFunnels, like we would love to hear your comparison of Shopify versus ClickFunnels, like how they should use it, when they should use it. Man, that's... Uh... That's a tricky question. <laughs> so now uh, I think both are amazing, man. I think both are amazing. First of all, like um, the kind of like ClickFunnels is a lot more customizable, 100%. Because like Shopify is like Shopify is a great platform. Like in order like to get started, for example, I mean anyone, even even I, like I mean I'm like I'm like the worst probably person like to kind of like make a website, but even I can make a website on Shopify, right? Um, so Shopify is really easy. It has all of these apps that are pretty much integrated into the platform that are easy to use and kind of like you can get you can get going. And also, as you grow with Shopify, you can switch to these options like Shopify Plus, um, for example, which is like two thousand dollars per month. It's quite like um, costly option. 
Um, mm -hmm. And so, but it allows you kind of like more flexibility. When you have developers, you can customize your checkout page. You can kind of like do some custom coding, uh, um, some some very interesting stuff with it. But at the same time, Shopify, like regular Shopify option, which most people use, it doesn't allow you to customize the checkout page, checkout flow, right? Yeah. Or the so it has this regular like three page, which is not ideal. Sometimes it's very slow, right? Yeah. And this is where ClickFunnels really kind of like, it, it's so much better because in terms of the landing pages themselves, uh, they're landing, landing page builders for Shopify. There is like Shogun, uh, there is like Zipify, uh, landing page builder, um, there is gem pages. So there are different options that allow you to build the landing pages. But then at the end of the day, people will come to the same, you know, like three all three page, like um, kind of three step checkout, which is slow, which is like not efficient and definitely yeah. could be improved. And that is this conversion. Yeah. That, and that is pretty much the money page. Right. This is where the money is made, because, I mean, people have, have been through like, let's say your pre lander, your lander. But then at the end of the day, the land of the order form and that ratio is so crucial right like what percentage of people will buy out of let's yeah. say 100 people that landed there that is so crucial so in that sense click funnels is so much more like customizable you can customize the page fully you can make mm -hmm. it look very nice um it loads faster and so this is where click funnels is kind of like um has the advantage at the same time like the, the post purchase options also you can customize a lot on click funnels and um, again, I mean, we've, so this product we've done like twenty million dollars in sales with, and um, wow. one funnel, you know, like. But at the same time, um, ClickFunnels has its also kind of like disadvantages, uh, such as, for example, you have to connect some external apps to properly synchronize orders with Shopify. You need the funnelish, um, you need the um, what do you call app trans. I guess mm. uh, so you need this like external, then you need the Twilio, then you need uh, kind of like for SMS functions, right? So it's kind of like for, just from that perspective, it is more like slightly more advanced, right? In terms of kind of like making sure and synchronizing everything and making sure that all of the kind of like transactions go through properly and like all the pages work properly. Whereas like with Shopify, it's pretty much like, it's more like straightforward. You connect your payment processors, everything is there. But then at the end of the day, you can customize your order form, which is the most important part. So here's what I would do. Here's what I would recommend. Like for entrepreneurs that are starting out, mm -hmm. like I would probably I would probably recommend them to go with um, like Shopify, right? For example, we, we have this concept which is called funnel scaling. So for example, the product that we've done like over $20 million with sales with First, we tested and validated the product with Shopify, and then, all right, so we are, we know like we this product sells. Mm -hmm. Let's just make it even more profitable with ClickFunnels, and this is what we've done, and that worked out pretty well. So we call it funnel scaling. So once you have something that is, let's say, you validated the product, it sells, it is profitable. Let's just scale it to the moon by having kind of like you know different approach to it and uh, just building a funnel around that product. 
Yeah, makes sense, Alex. That was absolutely insane. So, guys, you know what to do if you're starting out with the product, test with Shopify. If you're scaling out your e-commerce business, then convert into high converting funnels and have that all that jazz. Absolutely, Alex, insane. Let's get to the next question, brother. I mean, you've been one of those bees who've been scaling multiple businesses to the eight-figure level, amazingly, right? And managing all of the stuff. So, we'd love to hear what kind of tools you use to manage your projects and clients for productivity. For sure. I mean, we keep it simple, man. We keep it simple. So we have the Trello. I mean, our stack is very simple. It's a Trello board. Um, also, uh, we just we just started using Notion. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, also, I mean, we just use Slack and we use Google Drive kind of like to exchange documents to upload stuff. So we keep it relatively simple. I think that in terms of the... Um, I think this is where a lot of people kind of like they might get lost because mm. they think that the tool kind of like the tool itself is an answer to your productivity. I think the answer to the productivity is the team, you know, kind of like how you manage the team and how you lead the team. I think that is answer to productivity because, um, you know, if you give like the best tools on the planet to the team, that's not kind of like properly trained, properly motivated, then, you know, it won't have, it, it, it won't be very efficient. But at the same time, if you if you give uh, if you train your team very well and you give them even like basic tools, then they'll be able to get the the result done. Yeah. So this is basically how we approach it. Obviously, you know, as our business grows, like we get kind of like more and more into like um, like I think that's inevitable. Probably as, as your business grows, like like BI tools and having you know Google Data Studio, kind of like having mm. everything. Like, in a visual way um, and for Facebook ads using some uh, kind of like automations, um, like for example, with like reveal bot, you know, stuff like that. So th those are type of the things that kind of like come over time, but I wouldn't necessarily overcomplicate it at the beginning because at the beginning you need speed. You need to learn fast from your tests. You need to kind of like figure out what's working, what doesn't. And you need to bring amazing people on board. On that, uh, yeah, absolutely, Alex. That was beautifully mentioned, brother. Let's get to the next question, brother. Like, do you personally have any routines, Alex? We would love to hear what kind of daily routines do you follow in your life? For sure. Um, so I have this routine in the morning where it's like, I, 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 have, I have a book, right? And in that book, I like every time I read the... Every time I read uh, the the book, right, it's it's kind of like it's more like a journal, right? Like it's a big journal like mm. this. And so yeah. every time I read the book, like the most important concepts, I just like write in that book. So that book is like pretty much the wisdom book, you know, like you know the, this all of the smart concepts. So every day I, I'm I'm basically reinforcing myself for opening up that book first thing in the morning and just reading it and setting kind of like my my mindset you know in a, in a direction of kind of like of the growth and, and kind of like filling my mind with the uh, the good ideas you know ideas from great people successful people and so that that helps me to kind of like get my brain working in the right direction and then mm -hmm. after that i have a workout so i have um typically it's like 30 minutes with my trainer so we do the kettlebells uh we mm -hmm. do um we do some stretching we do some kettlebells we do some strength we do some um pull-ups you know kind of like very like fundamental basic stuff like no like big weights 
But that yeah. also helps me to just like clean my mind. I'm like fully exhausted after it. And then, um, you know, I, I take my, I take my kid to the, to the school. Um, and after that, you know, I go with my wife, uh, we have a coffee, we talk, you know, we kind of like setting ourselves, um, ourselves like up for a day. Uh, mm-hmm. and after that I come to the office and, and get, you know, get to work. Yeah, absolutely. Alex, that was awesome, brother. Thank you so much for mentioning that. And Alex, you've been someone who actually had this crazy journey of, from being a factory worker to now doing multiple applicant sales. So if you can give one number one suggestion to a 20 year old yourself, what would be that? Oh man, I think, I think you gotta like, I mean, everything's kind of like, I, I think everything is an experience, right? And so like, it, it might be hard to kind of like, know like, okay, so if I wouldn't have done this, or if I would have done this, whether it would be like different. Um, but I think what everyone, yeah, and it's also depending on kind of like the situation, because like, let's say someone like 20 year old uh, person, mm. they might kind of like, their parents might have given them uh, the belief system that they are, they need, for example, to succeed in business, right? Like no one gave it to me, you know, and, and for like a lot of people, no one gave, gave gives it to them, you know, and like when they're 20 years old, they're like, Okay, what I'm going to do and they've been like trained this whole life and the same with me like okay so you have to go to university you have to study and then like you get a job and then you work there and somehow like you know whatever something happens and like you know and then you die at the end you know and that's it so okay oh so what <laughs> what a what a wonderful journey so like if if you kind of like have those because it's like 20 years old 20 year old year old me was like man like it's was like fucked up you know like um <laughs> you know like trying different things like drinking every single weekend like getting you know it's like nothing good you know and so if i would even give that suggestions to that person that person wouldn't fucking listen because it was like a <laughs> arrogant person that 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 thought that they know everything so mm. i think what you know so I, I I could, you know, it's like the same, you know, we have clients and I give them suggestions and some, some of them like don't listen, you know, and it's, it's up to them. You know, sometimes people just want to go and learn from their experience, which, you know, they like that pain. I think I'm also like, I'm gradually retraining myself to not go through the pain myself. Now I'm getting smarter, you know, as I get older, um, not, not to go through the pain yourself. But like, why not use other people's experience, other people's expertise to shortcut that learning curve, right? True. For example, if if I would have listened to that, if, if I was like 20 years old, okay, so you got to learn English, you got to like, um, you know, kind of like, because it's global market, whether you sell products, services, like you got to learn English, you have to be able to communicate, um, you have to be able to, to sell stuff, kind of mm. like, whether it's, you know, kind of like, create the pitch, you know, like what people want, how to position it in a way to them that they will actually want to buy it. But, you know, I, yeah, I think if I would, if I would have said that to, to 20 year old me, like person wouldn't listen. And uh, so I, I think it's kind of like comes with, um, first of all, like humbleness. Okay. So it comes with, first, like comes with, uh, you know, that person would have to be able to listen. Right. Yeah. Like, I think that person would have to, okay, so here's what I, who I want to be, right? First of all, right? And second, okay, so what do I have to change about like myself or what do I have to change about my beliefs 
hmm. to to actually get there because the person like for example if i would have if if someone would just like settle that's why you think about like the lottery winners right like lottery yeah. winners, you give them like suddenly hundreds of millions of dollars they waste it within like six months they waste it crazy they you know they don't know how to operate it so success is very like demanding man and the more successful you become i think that's part of like people see all of these images on instagram you know like lamborghinis and perfect lifestyle like if i mean if those people are truly successful then they just don't show like most of them are not like most of them don't show the other side of it which is responsibility which is taking a lot of shit on your plate that you have to you have to deal with uh means like adjusting your personality you know i mean i'm, I'm still going through that like kind of like adjusting my personality so i can lead other people you know because yeah. we, we might be like I'm, I'm like too direct you know at times and like that fucking hurts you know like that hurts other people that hurts me at the end mm -hmm. so adjusting that and, and like it's a learning process man I, I i think that it's like it would be so awesome if that was like one piece of advice it kind of like would like just do this and you know people are so fucking different man people are so different like some people need more guidance some people need to be kind of like trained some people need more time uh it took yeah. me like five years to just retrain myself like out of out of all of the beliefs you know it's like and my my, my parents wow. always always trained me like to like to work for someone you know work for someone get a good job get a good job yeah it's a good job and they still work in their jobs you know? but this is the only way they know um but like this is how they trained me and it took me so much time just to kind of like shift that belief True. so i think it's like i mean 20 year old uh, me like would have to kind of like just identify his goal get away from parents get away from that like you know impact that they produce because for me that wasn't very positive some parents have mm. positive some are not and just like be be independently kind of like, okay so you're now responsible for your own choices you know yeah. you're not responsible for your own decisions okay what do you want to do with it you know and then gradually i i don't think that one one piece of advice would help a lot because i think it's a even with like our team members it's like constant mentoring process you're taking someone you're True. giving them constant feedback feedback you know getting you know everyone it's like you want to evolve as a person also your team members need to evolve they need constant training coaching guidance in order for them to get where they want so yeah man i i, I wish it was like one thing and it would fix everything but it's not. yeah yeah but yeah i think it comes down to like having the right mindset so if i think if you have the right mindset like success will automatically follow because you you start becoming a different person as you just mentioned you need to evolve to become that person that was beautiful alex let's get to the next question brother we have a couple of more questions to wrap up so your life's biggest achievement so far and any next bigger goals uh my biggest achievements i don't know it's like if it's considered like i, I think my my son is my biggest biggest achievement if, if kind of like in personal life um and um type of person he becomes uh but then uh on the business side i mean i don't know yeah i mean so we generate like over like 100 million dollars in sales in total you know like all of the ventures all the businesses but it is you know i, I don't I, I don't consider that a big achievement man like because you know the friends i have i mean they do 100 million dollars in a year 
you know so <laughs> so i think i think those like achievements kind of like benchmarks they go up very fast i mean click for example like a billion dollar company you know wow. and, and they wouldn't sell for a billion that company is worth more than that companies worth yeah. like three five you know they probably want to sell it for 10 but true you know i kind of like these achievements i don't i i don't like to pat myself on the back like oh you've done great like even these like even these are worse like i i don't i don't like to my, my team told me i get them because like i mean you know they're good for marketing you know <laughs> so um <laughs> because you know it's like um yeah man i think it's um it's it, it's a it's evolution i think the key in life and i don't know what makes me happy is the progress like if i'm better today than it was yesterday i'm happy uh wow. and if my business is kind of like growing it makes me happy the moment my business is not growing like you know that that moment i'm not happy and um i think the growth the evolution that's that's a goal and enjoying that process every day because okay so you build like one billion dollar business and like i mean okay like you're 10 years or 20 years older so what you know but if you haven't enjoyed the journey of, like of getting there then mm. i mean you wasted 20 years and now you're just like old guy old rich guy so what's the point and um so I think kind of like breaking it down and, you know, enjoying, enjoying the learning, enjoying mistakes. Um, I think that is, uh, you know, that that's how I view it. I, you know, I yeah, try not yeah. to kind of like, um, uh, and then bigger goal, man. I mean, so we will build a, uh, we'll build a private equity firm. Um, basically, wow. yeah, we'll be investing in companies of kind of like early stage as we do now. And also some companies that are positioned for growth. And uh, we will have we'll have over one billion dollars assets under management. I have this like very particular goal. We'll have one billion dollars assets under management um, five years from now. Like, nope. yeah. Awesome. So <laughs> I have this like I, I you know it's like yeah it's like it sounds cocky, but like I just I just need to have like some kind of like all right. So what we are aiming for, you know, like what is the goal, like. What we're trying to build here and hmm. because then like okay so if you 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 set that goal and you kind of like start reverse engineering from uh, to the end okay so what do we have to do okay so we have to grow this business we have to we have to create like a track record like taking the business from this point to this one like document it fully then sell that business right get into the right kind of kind of like uh communities get access to the right people hmm. uh, for those people you know we can get the capital to grow this other business you know a lot faster also get the expertise and kind of like scaling bigger companies because these are small numbers man like even like this like like five, 10 million dollars 20 50 100 these are small numbers like you know people are building like Tesla's 100 billion dollar company um 100 billion dollar companies like you know, not the Tesla, even the, uh, it's a trillion dollar company, right? It's a trillion dollar company recently. That's crazy. Yeah, right. And and then the, the, the other one, the uh, SpaceX is hundred billion dollar company. So it's like, what we're talking about. I mean, we're talking about some <laughs> very small, you know, numbers. So um, yeah, just yeah. little tiny seven figure numbers. <laughs> yeah, man. it's, uh, it's an evolution, yeah. you know, it's kind of like trying to get better, you know, every perspective and um, yeah. Yeah, that, that's that's really awesome, Alex. I think that, like this is this is the problems like nine figure entrepreneurs have. So it's like the perspective, bigger perspective you have, brother. I appreciate that, Alex. Let's uh, let's get to the next question. What was the biggest mistake in life so far? 
What do you see back and regret? Man, like I don't have regrets. I mean, uh, I mean, I'm trying to. I, I should have bought Bitcoin like to 2017. <laughs> <laughs> before, Ooh. before it blew up. You, you know? got some sheep. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Like uh, yeah, Shiba and like it's like like um, I, I I think it's like not not in. I think like not invest like more, more like the things that I could I could fully control some of the things I could not control like fuck you know I I, I could like you know I could have uh, I wish I, I would have born like in the United States you know I wouldn't have to go to, like it took me five years to get a visa to the United States like you know oh like, my God. Like, five years man and like you know what I mean like so I mean those are the things that and I've done some mistakes that you know I I I, I, I mean and but I I think in general kind of like the biggest one would be like just not investing in myself in my growth and kind of like getting around the right people in the mm. right environment like masterminds early enough you know like masterminds trainings um getting access to certain people because you can meet one person and that person like totally shifts your kind of like perspective you know in life and and changes your like oh wow geez that's possible wow I mean, that person is not much smarter than me and they've done this. Holy shit. You know, like now it can do some serious damage. So um, I think like we kind of like, we make these people kind of put these people like on a, you know, like, oh, you know, it's like person. OG level. Yeah. Yeah. But like once you get access to them, like, oh, I mean, that's, Boom. that's game over. Cool. Yeah. He's like, he's also like not perfect in this. He's, he's not perfect in this, but like then he has, uh, kind of like the team that overcompensates for all of the flaws that everyone has flaws. And um, so they comp- overcompensate for all of the flaws that these people have. Everyone has them, you know, okay, I'm good at like, at de- like Russell Branson, I mean, he's good in marketing. I mean, but he was a terrible like developer or like software builder, you know, he couldn't, he couldn't get it done because that's not his strong side. So now, you know, you find the, the right people that kind of like overcompensate for that. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and this is how, you know, this is how you build like great things. Yep, absolutely, Alex. That was beautiful, brother. Let's get to the last question here, brother. Your main inspiration for the success, like what really motivates you to keep moving and the key people involved in your journey? Man, like Forbes magazine, like you realize that you're broke. Like now to get, to get like, so you, you United States and like in United States, you live, if you're in the United States, you want to get in Forbes, you know the minimum net worth that you need to have to get there in this year, like 2021? I don't have it's no like, clue. It's, it's like 2.7 or 2.9 billion dollars. Oh my God. <laughs> that's a lot of money right that's there. Like, that's like, and, that's like, and that's like Forbes 400, which means like you'll be like at the end of the list. Like it's <gasps> like nothing. Like, like, like Donald Trump like Donald Trump is not even on the list. He just like fell off, you know, he's like, he's, he's broke, you know, like he's not even on the list. So it, from the financial standpoint, I think that is kind of like good reference point. Like you see all of these people building, you know, amazing companies, kind of like big vision, you know, big scale companies um, that are kind of like valued. Um, I like Michael Dell, you know, what he's done with Dell computers, you know, growing that company um the mm. company you know taking that company public and then taking it back private um and just like kind of like taking control of the 
the company and, and making it a great success. That is a great inspiration. Um, also, the uh, I like Marcus Limonis, man, like, you know, the prophet, uh, you know, the guy from the prophet show, like he's, uh, he's a good guy as well, like in terms of the what he's achieved. Grant Cardone is interesting, kind of like a case because he's, you know, he's also built, you know, stuff pretty much like by utilizing like social media platforms, kind of like taking advantage of those and uh, building a great business, you know, uh, of, with high performance. Um, and yeah, Gary Vee has done interesting things as well, kind of like mm -hmm. as well, people leveraging and like building, building wealth. Um, from scratch, I think there's so many like inspiring people, man. As long as kind of like you like you keep your eyes open, um, and like okay, so like you know, just kind of like looking, okay, what I can learn from this person, what I can learn from this person, kind of like seeing what you can do. Uh, even some entrepreneurs, like smaller, like smaller scale, like there's like a guy called Moise Ali, uh, he grew the brand like e commerce brand, um, from zero to. Like he basically from zero and he exited for like $100 million in cash to Procter and Gamble in like two and a half years. Uh, wow. the, brand, the brand is called native. So, so that's kind of like on the smaller scale. I mean, these are great like examples, you know, true. Like that, fully, that was inspirational. Yeah. Fully, fully self-funded, you know, like self-funded and like kind of like bootstrapped. So I think there are a lot of great examples, a lot of great entrepreneurs. For me, you know, I'm trying to learn from everyone. I think everyone has some some lessons. Even like the businesses, okay, so we're in like an e-commerce funnel space, but you know, there are businesses that have done amazing things in other industries that we can learn from. Maybe something in their business model that we can take from, right, and implement in our on our side. So I think kind of like keeping the mind open and like never thinking like, you know, I you know, at one point I said like if if I make like million dollars, I'll be like I'll be like rich, you know, and then, then you realize a million is nothing. Then you realize 10 is nothing. Then you realize like hundred is nothing. So, I mean, it just like, I think kind of like keeping your mind open and keeping that like open, um, Perspective. open minds. Yeah. Open mindset. So you can, you can continuously grow. I think life is about growth, man. True. Yep. Absolutely. Alex, that was beautiful brother. And Alex, like what a beast brother, the amazing value you've been dropping about how to scale e-commerce business was absolutely insane. So if anyone needs more help, like where can our audience find you mentoring brother? Uh, so, I mean, we mostly, uh, so it's e-commerce scaling secrets.com e-commerce scaling secrets.com. Um, we, at this point, we, we, we work with entrepreneurs already, like at least doing like 30, $50,000 per month in sales. Um, and we want to grow to the next level. I think so, soon we will have kind of like the the program that helps entrepreneurs to to start their businesses from scratch, and mm -hmm. uh, at this point it is mostly kind of like a more established, uh, more established entrepreneurs. And I have a YouTube channel as well, which is called Alex Feratov. Um, that's my my name. Wow. Uh, on youtube yeah that that's that's awesome so guys make sure to check out the website in the podcast description as well as youtube of alex you would definitely get a lot of value and alex that was a killer interview brother any last word before we conclude the entire podcast session for today yeah man this is it drink the water right like water is like especially for entrepreneurs like seriously like if you if you <laughs> as an entrepreneur don't drink like at least like two liters of water uh your body is like 
my my trainer told me uh, uh, the water it helps with like uh, especially alkaline water. If you can get alkaline water, it helps with like anti-inflammation uh, processes inside of your body. Um, so it keeps you like if you do, if you dehydrate, basically you're more like irritated. There's more stress. You know, you're more kind of like uh, more likely to get stressed. So drink sufficient amount of water at least. You know, two liters a day. Uh, I'm in Miami, so it's hot here. So I'm aiming for like three liters a day, which is, um, yeah, like three liters a day. Like, so it's like well, almost like one gallon. So, um, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, that was an awesome advice, Alex. Yeah. So entrepreneurs, you know what to do. Always keep yourself hyper hydrated. So guys, make sure to stick around. And I hope you learn a lot of value from this podcast session. Don't let this podcast be another information you consume. Go and execute because Alex literally broke down how he would start and scale his e-commerce business in 2021. He gave away all the secrets on acquiring on, on enterprise-level clients and all that stuff. And Alex, once again, brother, thank you so much for this amazing opportunity. It was definitely wonderful having you on, brother. I have a pleasure man, to have you on I, this show today. I enjoyed it, man. You are awesome. Like, you're asking good questions. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's amazing, man. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, appreciate that, bro. That was really, really kind of you, brother. Thank you so much. And again, guys, hopefully you enjoyed the podcast session for today, guys. Stay tuned for the next interview. I'm going to be coming back with another amazing guest just like Alex. This is me, Dini Kilsai, and Alexander Fedotov signing off for today. Peace. Yeah, thanks.